Welcome back to the lovely Craftians. In the last episode, our intrepid investigators escaped a house full of spirits that wouldn't let them leave. After many harrowing encounters, the investigators found Dr. Osborne locked in a bedroom. By helping her close an unstable portal of energy, they were able to stop paranormal activity and walk free among the living. Dr. Osborne feared more portals would open and untold havoc would run the streets of Chicago. Luckily, the investigators agreed to help stabilize the city and maybe make some more money along the way. It has now been a couple of weeks since your last meeting with Dr. Osborne. Depending on who you talk to, the city is getting better or inexorably worse, but you've heard nothing of large-scale hauntings like you experienced in the Hufton house. You start to think that maybe Dr. Osborne had been wrong, and the portal in the Hofton's attic was nothing more than a fluke when you receive a call. Irene has news. Are you meeting ahead of time? Are you meeting there? I'm going to say Millie meets there. Okay. Yeah. I'll meet there. I'll meet there. So you're all meeting there. So standing just outside campus on the corner of Halstead and Harrison is a slightly disheveled young boy standing next to a stack of newspapers. He's shouting out the news of the day as the street bustles around him, but you're kind of on the go, so one person may listen. I will listen. I pass <laughs> Another one leaps from Kinsey Street Bridge. Fourth in two weeks. More info in the Tribune. I decide to go up to him and take. You can't take this. You can buy it from me, though. Good Come youth. On, lady. Okay, fine. It's uh, like two cents. You can't afford that? I will give you two cents. All right, here. All right. I flip it to him. <laughs> well, you could have just handed it to me, but. No, whatever. I just, like, it's I fine. spit on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? Sis, on you too, Pister. Take the and go. And I do. <laughs> Are you going to read it? Oh, yes. I, well, I want to read it right there. Yes. I well, like you don't to, have to. I'm asking what you what you say, want to do. Andy? Well, I read the part that he was exclaiming about that section of the newspaper, and I'll keep the rest for later when there is a downtime. There That's probably won't be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In the newspaper, it says increased suicide attempts in the river, specifically off the Chicago, Grand, and Kinsey Street bridges. Witnesses said the men seemed fine, jovial even, as they climbed atop the railing and dove into the river. None of these occurred during daylight hours. Three were just after dark, and one was a businessman heading into work early in the morning. Three of them drowned. One survived. Thomas Tommy Caldwell, but he was transferred to the Chicago State Hospital for deranged rankings and delusions. Sounds like my type of person. Can we go see this guy? What do you mean, your type of person? I have a great aunt who thinks my entire family, well, she thinks they're crazy. My entire family thinks she's crazy. Hmm. I understand. <laughs> Let us go. So wait, what's your opinion on the aunt? On the aunt, um, half of what she says intrigues me. The other half is kind of kooky. Hmm. Interesting. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> We go to meet Irene. Is that what we want to do? I'm going to say let's go meet Irene. I'm done with talking about suicide. That's weird and sad. <laughs> but I will note this for time <laughs> because that's interesting and already crazy shit's happening. So I'm going to yeah. log that Yeah. and see if it's connected. But let's go to Irene. All right, add the newspaper to your inventory. Who knows if you'll need it? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe you can ball it up and use it as a weapon. I also have in my yeah. purse a uh, super soft. 
Mm. You carry that around with you on yeah. your person? Just like, lucky towel. That's all I need to feel sane. <laughs> it's your generation's pet rock. <laughs> like, uh, it makes me think of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not inappropriate. All right, the door to the basement lab is wide open, and you can hear tinkering coming from inside. In the lab, Marty holds up a bulky metal box for Dr. Osborne, who is reattaching wires along the bottom of it. They're both wearing lacrosse helmets. Steady on, Marty! One wrong breath and the whole block is gone! Dr. Osborne says in what you can only assume is her most encouraging tone. Uh-huh. Marty strains his face red and lightly sweaty. Just one more. There. She slaps the compartment door closed and Marty drops the box as carefully as he can on the ground. He notices you first and gives you a breathless nod as he shakes his arms out. Oh good, you're here. We need impartial witnesses. Would you mind standing just for your safety, of course? Dr. Osborne herds you to the back of the lab. From your new vantage point, you find it hard to miss the overturned table that is now facing you as it lays on its side. Both Marty and Dr. Osborne walk behind the makeshift barricade and squat down, their eyes peering at you from behind the face masks of their lacrosse helmets. All right, ladies, don't move or your eyes will melt, Dr. Osborne cries. Uh. There's a bright <laughs> flash of light and Marty yelps. Ruby and Millie roll intelligence checks, please. Oh. 98. That's a You actually fail. got dumber from that. <laughs> so my intelligence is 60 and I got a 39. Okay, so you recognize a chemical metallic smell in the air mm. and you know almost instantly that this is the smell of film. Oh. Dr. Osborne is back at her machine by the time the little spots in your vision finally fade. And she pulls a hidden tray from one side of the box and pulls a paper out with tongs. And she gives it a little shake, but nothing happens. Drat. She curses under her breath. What's going on there? Yeah, this sounds like a hell of a family I mean, photo. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can't see anything right now, but oh, give it a you'll second. You'll be fine. That'll, that'll just keep blinking. You'll be fine. This is my friend. <laughs> and that's all I say as I like do this in the air, like my hands are outstretched and I'm like, I'm going to stand still. I like... see purple and blue spots. Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> she has the right attitude for science. I was trying to get a picture of you in this new, this new box. I was attempting to produce instant photographs and I was hoping to make it mobile, but Marty kind of chuckles in the background incredulously. Instant photos. That sounds like a weird idea. Who would want a photo instantly? I would. I would. I mean, All right. Maybe it's yeah, useful. Her career is just... My career. It's going to take a while. It's, uh, you know, I just, I think, like, you know, art takes a while. That's how that works, right? It could happen. Who's to say? I think I want to invest in this. <laughs> invest? Ooh. Well, let's retire to my office. Careful. <laughs> she might blow you up, too. No, not on purpose anyway. I'm still seeing spots. For the name yeah. of science is yes. she normally says. For science! Yeah, that. <laughs> All right, Marty puts his hands on his hips and starts trying to figure out how to move the blocks out of the middle of the floor as you follow Dr. Osborne to her office. The data we gathered at the Hufton House was absolutely remarkable. As I suspected, I was able to improve my devices significantly after our field tests. She pats a metal box the size of a backpack that sits in the middle of her desk. This here is the Lux Neutralizer 2.0. Lighter, easier to carry, just as powerful as its predecessor. You'll be able to take this with you while I monitor my devices here. 
but a, a word of advice don't get it wet because it is electricity and you might die shocking shocking uh, fair warning it'll be quick but <laughs> let's not okay i don't want to handle that thing i already don't trust electricity do you, do you trust much no <laughs> <laughs> But especially science and electricity. I guess I will carry it. Very well. She hands it to you, and it's actually a lot lighter than you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. You can put it around that towel you have. So that way it even has straps, so it's like a backpack. Oh, so. okay. I'll do that. Just, just not just go in the ring with it, I guess. So it works the same as before. You place the rod in the middle of the portal, and then you flip the switch. And you have to be within a certain distance for it to work, and you'll know you're in the clear for the device when it starts ringing like an alarm clock. And even one ding from the bell, and you can trigger the stabilizing blast. Hmm. But I do recommend standing a good deal back from it, if at all. Okay. Thank you, dear. So, what are we doing here? Well, I like your fancy book bag. Real cool. Thanks. No books can fit in this. Yeah. And I turn around and I stroke my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is lovely. So the librarian has a book bag that can't carry books. That's not a book bag. It's a flux neutralizer. That is disguised as a backpack. There you go. <laughs> Barely cleverly. It just has straps. <laughs> I'm on a budget. Mm-hmm. School is taxing and science is quite expensive, so... Did you, have you noticed any uh, issues? Well, I haven't particularly, but I think I have a lead. I overheard a biology professor, Dr. McPlume, talking about a curious find just this week. A species of mullet fish, I, it's a fish, native to the Mediterranean, was found in the Chicago River. Alive, even. I would be surprised to find any living creature in that river, let alone a saltwater one. Mm-hmm. Not the truth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My dad has been telling me that people put things in the river all the time. I mean... But not at the toxic levels I believe the river might actually be. At. I know what you're yeah. trying to say. <laughs> what is she trying to say? Dead body. Body! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her dad would know. So, yeah. like, literally, Ambrosia just looks at her for, like, five seconds straight and it's just like... I get what you're aiming for here. But he also said that people just, you know, dump things from, like, trash, bicycles, dead horses. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, if smugglers were going to get caught, why not, you know, dump those fish in the river? Mm, that is a saltwater fish smugglers. Yeah, it's a good galaxy. I don't know. I doubt we would have found it alive, though. That is true. Mm-hmm. Like crocodiles in the sewer. Yes. Like New York. Mm-hmm. We don't have that here. That's preposterous. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. We only just came from... Sorry. This is shoddy talking. We only just came from a house that, like, literally bent time spaces. We know it, so... Tries to eat us. And tries to eat us. Yeah. Well, we've right. heard nothing of small dogs going missing or children I'm, being eaten in the sewers, so I'm sure it's fine. Are you... Wait, I, wait, why I'm are so, there children? I'm sorry. Are you, well, are you kidding? Or, an alligator. Are you they ju- would feast on something small so it could eat. They're very lazy hunters. I don't know what to do. Sometimes I just hunters. don't catch on to your sense of humor, and it's... I am very serious right now. Oh, you are. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, so that, that has happened. 
Well, not in the city. That's preposterous. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ruby, you need to take a photo of an alligator in a, in a sewer. I'm on it. After this. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that such a drastic change in ecology could be the result of a portal. Perhaps. Yeah. Is there any other proof besides the salt Because they you could just... would have to discuss this with Dr. McBloom. Mm. Okay. If Where he's is... perplexed, then it's worth talking to him about. Where is this Dr. McCoom? And what type of man is he? Is he a, a science nerd? Or... I mean, we all are. <coughs> this is the building for it. He's on the second floor, room 212. Gird your loins, ladies. He's repulsive. Mm. But very smart. Well, I guess. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I also wanted to bring up the newspaper um, in terms of like the okay. um, events that I heard about. Was, what like, would you like to say? I would like to. Okay, well, um, I just heard some news while coming here. Actually, mm. uh, one of the there was a, a really repulsive child, mind you, um, really rude. Um, oh, had, the paper boy. Yeah, uh, the paper boy. <laughs> Samuel. Yes. Samuel. Yes, he's, he is actually quite nice. Maybe he just doesn't like me. Right. Um, but you have to be nice to him first, though. And I'm willing to bet you a little less than friendly. I asked for a newspaper and he said you better give me money. Which well, yes, was the that's a totally reasonable yeah. request. But what am I going to do? Like clearly I was gonna give him money, but he didn't wait for me to finish and I ended up throwing it at him. You threw let's get beyond let's, let's get beyond this, okay? I just want to just okay. Anyway, the newspaper had mentioned Four men had committed suicide oh, all very tragic. randomly. Like they were very mm. jovial and they fell off. And then there's one that's actually in the mental institution right now. That oh, in Dunning. Mm-hmm. So oh. I would like to look into that. But let's talk to Professor Bloom <laughs> first and see if he has anything else to say besides there's a single saltwater fish. And perhaps suicides. And perhaps suicides. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like it's all connected in a sense. Yeah, perhaps. Fish and suicides. Yes. <laughs> Go hand in hand, right? Somehow. Just like, <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah, have one without the other. The it's like I mean, eggs and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you ladies will find the cake. <laughs> Gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> Our guest star is being an asshole. Just clawing into my leg. Stop. So yeah, let's go see. Yeah, something. yeah, I'm down to meet this uh, other nerd. That sounds good. <laughs> I know we're your favorite. Uh, you seem so patient with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll say patient. That's a good word. You for get it. paid. I like getting paid, so I'm real patient. I don't really have money for this one, but maybe, maybe we will. Oh don't. well, maybe I just uh, <laughs> see myself out. Look at my watch. Um, I'm poor. I don't have a watch, so let's go meet Doctor. McClum? McClum. Is he Scottish or Irish or English? He's mostly just gross. Okay. Let's go meet this gross nurse. Interesting genre of human. Yeah, right? Just basically common. Now, onward. Yes. Lead the way. Irie. What? Irie. Bye, bye. Bye. Oh, bye. You called her Irie. As you approach room 212, a paunchy, balding man bumbles out of the office and carefully locks the door behind him. He glances briefly at you through his thick glasses and does a double take. 
He slicks back non-existent hair and ambles his belly in your direction. I am not in the mood. <laughs> Why, ladies, are you on a tour? I've not seen your faces here before. Believe you me, I wouldn't forget such marvelous creatures. He cajoles. The smell of pickles and salty shoreline wafts from his direction. <sighs> and Ambrosia <laughs> just leans over to Ruby and says, like, that's what he means by gross. <laughs> so, uh, you know where this Dr. McPlume is? What? Would be me. And he kind of tries to puff out his chest, but he just, like, sticks his belly out further. Mm, well, aren't we so lucky? <laughs> oh. oh, not just you. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, thank you. I threw okay. up in my mouth a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <coughs> you all right there, honey? What? Splendid. What are you looking for? What can I help you find? Uh, so we heard that you found a special fish or something recently. We're very interested about it. Yes, I recently made a discovery that will shake the foundation of the ecology community to its core. Hmm, interesting. But he's not going to say much more. You're going to need to charm or persuade him. At an advantage, because he's a horny old man. And I have booze. And you have charm. I'll persuade. Okay. And I... We'll use my cocktails. Are you just gonna whip that out of where? I have a coat. It's not in your inventory. I can offer. 23, I pass. I have 67 in Persuade. Okay, you have to say something, Jimmy. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just so fascinated by fish. My god, what are those things? I'd love to hear more. (laughs) I'd love to talk about it. I was collecting samples in the river in Smoky Hollow, near Goose Island, mm. and I snagged a most curious fish, a mullet native to the Mediterranean. They're saltwater fish, and the water quality of the river is barely conducive to freshwater life. Oddly still, the water itself had a high salinity. While the river ebbs and flows naturally anyway, this had been greatly exaggerated for the last two weeks, almost as though the river were obeying a tide. That is interesting. Very interesting. Anything stand out to you, Ambi? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. Um, well, that definitely is standing out to me. Definitely. Not telling him about it. I'm telling you guys about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, yes, mullets. Yes. <laughs> but I just like nod tall. I'm like, oh, this is. This is interesting indeed. So, you said that there's a high, uh, I don't know that fancy word that you said, but like there's like a lot of salt in the water now or something? Yes, but only in that area. Hmm. So it doesn't seem to be affecting any other fish that are normally there? There are really fish that are normally there. Good, just checking. There are some crabs or some little crustaceans, but that's about it. Is that normal for... Does it only have crabs? But I'm sure it is. Most of Chicago has crabs. Yeah, most of Chicago just has crabs. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed anything else? uh, Any other, like, fish life that shouldn't be there? Or just... Just the mullet so far, but I'm gonna find more. (laughs) Uh, Did you keep the fish? Did you, like, catch it? Yeah, it's in my office. Oh, can we see some? Uh... Can we see it? I must be off, but perhaps if you apply yourselves here at UIC, you might find yourself in the biology department. I will show you my mode. 
I don't like how he When you put it that way. He kind of leans in. I'll show you. I'm alert. And I'm just like, okay, thank you very much for your time, sir. It's time for us to go. Yes, indeed. Thank you for your time. Wow, look at my non-existent watch on my wrist. (laughs) Yeah, wow. It is. Thank you so much for that. Enlightening experience. (laughs) Uh, Conversation. Uh, We'll see ourselves out. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You're a treasure. Goodbye. (laughs) He waddles off in the opposite direction. Uh, So we can all take in a deep breath. No, we don't have that smell. (laughs) And take this opportunity to regurgitate it. Uh, I don't think I'll be eating pickles for a long time. Yeah. Or fish. Okay. You know, it actually kind of made me hungry. I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so we got a fish that's not supposed to be here. Wonderful. Mm. How close is it to the suicides? How close is it to the suicides? Mm-hmm. You didn't ask. Shit. <laughs> but he did say it was in Smoky Hollow. Near Goose Island. Can I? I'm gonna pull out the newspaper and look at where the suicides happened. They happened off of the Chicago, Grand, and Kinsey Street bridges. You may need to do more research. Yeah. Mm. Um. There's clearly a library in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. I decided to go to the library to find out if their geology works here, um, in terms of like figuring out if they're close by. Okay. Need maps. Yes, that. <laughs> Maps. <laughs> okay. What is everybody else doing? I think I want to take Millie to the hospital and interview those uh, su- uh, that that one suicide attempted suicide guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Andy and help her do research. Okay. So we're gonna start at the library. <clears throat> then we'll bounce over to the Chicago State Hospital. It takes a little bit to get to the hospital anyway, and We'll use the time that you're traveling to mm-hmm. discuss this. So you're looking at maps for this. Ruby, what are you are you also looking at that? Or are you looking at anything else? I'm hoping to look at maps, but I'm also looking for a book on see if there's any books or any information about the Hoffman House that we had gone to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good point. And so I decide to use library use. Sure. I pass. All right. So the river matches up the bridges mm-hmm. with the rough area that he was discussing. Smoky Hollow being um, the more pejorative term for ri- river north area because mm-hmm. there are a bunch of warehouses and shit. That's a technical geography term: warehouses and shit. Um, (laughs) in addition to that there are several culverts and drainage pipes that feed into the river so it's a lot of sewage runoff and actual water and while the north branch where this is occurring isn't pretty the south branch known as bubbly creek is way way worse because it includes the runoff and waste dumping from several stockyards and meat packing plants the gases released in this area are actually toxic, which is part of why they call it Bubbly Creek, because all of the chemicals are bubbling up. But you're not in that part, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. The creek is still disgusting. It's not even a creek. The river is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not as bad as it could be. 
Right, so. And you are looking at Huffton House. You've already learned several things about Huffton House if you want to discuss them. Yes. Okay, so thanks to Rose, had a little whiskey, and I was able to bribe one of my friends at the Chicago Historical Society. And apparently, the house that we were in, no history of paranormal activity. None whatsoever. No seances. Well, you don't know about the seances. You'd have to talk to Brina Hopton about that. Oh, right. So there was no paranormal activity, no Indian burial grounds, nothing. So it was really weird that all that stuff happened there. But I did get a contact for Marina Hopton, so we might want to go talk to her to see if she has any more information for us. Okay. Sounds very good. Thank you very much for doing that research. No also, problem. Thank Rose for her whiskey. I know. It's just like... Rose, wherever you are. She feels it. Yeah. She feels it right there. Maybe my great aunt was right about the ghosts. They're telling me nice things right there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I can do this, but I would like to note where that is on the map that I'm looking at, where the Huffington House is. Are you going to, like, draw a copy of the map, or are you ripping this out of the book and then just, like, on the sly stealing it? Which I feel like ripping it out of the book is going to make you hurt. Given your profession, no. yeah, it's gonna can it's gonna kill I me. I rip it out of the book without you knowing. Stealth. That's you're gonna have to roll the stealth. I don't have stealth. Well, you have a base, <clears> so <throat> you can try. But if you fail, she's gonna see you trying. And I'm gonna be very upset with you. <laughs> so let's draw a copy of this map. Yeah, I'll draw a copy of it. Okay. Um, I can pull something out, but they're not very close. The Huffton House was closer to the lake, closer to Lincoln Park and Gold Coast, and then River North is further southwest. I'm gonna like make a point to like just note where everything is if as we're like collecting mm-hmm. portals to see sure. if there's any correspondence for later, but just I can put something together outside of this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was just like, okay, so it was there and this might be the possible. Alright, did that Putting that away, let's go. (laughs) So you've marked on your copied map the stretch of river between Goose Island and the Kinsey Street Bridge. Mm -hmm. It's right where it kind of forks to go into Lake Michigan or down south. Mm -hmm. So that's where it stops. You've got kind of a nice, almost confined, as confined as you can be when you're a river and you're outside. Mm -hmm. Space to look around in. All right. So I go to, well, they went already somewhere. Right, like you guys went to the hospital. Yes. Okay. I think we all agreed to meet back at Irene's lab to reconvene. Reconvene. Yeah, so, right. so we're gonna leave you, leave you folks in your library doing your studies. So, <laughs> are you calling Johnny? I am, and okay. I have bacon flavored vodka for him. Hmm. I don't know about this rose, but I'm still gonna have it. <laughs> Where are we going? Uh, we gotta go talk with somebody. What was that hospital again? Uh, Chicago State Hospital. Yeah. All right, then. What do you want to do out in Dunning? Uh, we got, uh, we got a witness that we need to speak with and, uh, discuss some details. I'm a detective. I don't know if I mentioned that. Nice to meet you. Nice. Nice. Don't worry. She's cool. (laughs) I'm very cool. I wasn't so worried about the company. It's just the location. Dunning isn't exactly a nice place. 
Well, we'll be fine. I have my journey. Insane asylum. Oh, we're we're dropping Rose off. Oh, well, that does make sense. seems a little more convinced. <laughs> All right. Well, if I can't dissuade you, let's let's go. It's quite the drive. It'll take you a bit to get there. And the high rises and three flats of the city give way to bungalows and ranchers as you head west. Glimpses of prairie still linger the further out you go toward Dunning and the Chicago State Hospital grounds. Where you might have felt more relaxed getting out of the city, knowing your destination leaves you feeling more uneasy with each passing mile. Soon enough, perhaps all too soon, Johnny veers the car to side roads until the brick two-story buildings usher you to the main bulk of the asylum, a sprawling Kirkbride-style repository for the dead and damned. Two identical wings meet at a pseudo-tower where the main entrance waits, and Johnny pulls up in the driveway. I hate mental hospitals. Are you sure about this? Well, you know, Rose needs her help. Uh, so we just go through here, I'm sure. Looks like that's an entrance, a door of some sort. It is, and it's leaving you feeling uneasy, so I'm gonna need both of you to roll a power check. Mm, I did not pass. I went above. Okay, so you both failed it. You are not at all sure about going into this building. Johnny, keep the car running. We will be back. Can do. Ooh, I don't like the feeling of this. You haven't been fine since you left Chicago for this sad dumping ground. What if you wind up here? By all rights, you should, after what happened in the Huffton house. And I need you both to roll a sanity check. 44. 85. Oh, you need to roll the pyramid blood mm-hmm. to see how much you lose. Read the top number. Four. Yeah, I'm gonna get you guys tonight. <laughs> Ow. All right, so you're not happy. You're not losing your mind yet, but you were, you've psyched yourself out. I'm very, really. very emotional. Yeah. I'm not actually gonna leave you here, Rose. We'll stick together, Yay. right? All right, let's, <laughs> let's go in. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna drink. That's good. Let's get some liquid courage. I'm going to get some, too. <laughs> I, I have leftover bacon. Back up. I don't want any of that fancy stuff. I don't like that. Just straight whiskey. Right, <laughs> you got your flask. Yeah. I'm going to drink from my flask, get some of that liquid courage, wipe it off with the back of my hand, and say, all right, we're brave. We're brave. We got this. <laughs> we're big, brave dogs. I don't know. Dogs. We're dogs. Sure, we're that. Let's okay. go. We got this. We okay. got this. Okay. Go team. <laughs> Let's go. Inside the entryway is completely empty, save for a reception desk and a carefully coiffed nurse manning it. To either side are heavy-duty doors leading to the separate wings of the building, and slightly to the right and back against the far wall is a staircase. If you are reporters, it'll be easier if you just leave now. The nurse behind the desk drones at you without looking up from her paperwork. You know, I wish I was smart enough to be a reporter, but here we are. (laughs) So. Oh, wait, wait, no. I'm going to visit my great aunt. I'm on the visitor's log. Yes, we're here to visit Rose's aunt. We miss her so much. We want to see how she's doing. Okay, name? Marianne. A last name? Oh. 
uh, Thorn. Mm, no, there's no Marianne Thorn here. But she was just here. Are you Are sure? you at the right hospital? Uh, yeah. Look, I got a lot of work to do. What are you really doing here? So, hi, my name's Millie. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a detective, and I'm here to interview one of the patients that came in. Mm. Uh, somebody tried to jump off a bridge, young man. Interview? You sound like I reported. Well, I'm here to just go ahead uh, and look into things for the family. We want to make sure everything's okay, like he didn't get talked into it, nothing mm-hmm. nonsense like that. We really want to help the family here. Roll this way. I got 30 and I have 67. Okay, fine. What's his name? Tommy. Caldwell. Caldwell. Alright, fine. If any of the doctors ask his cousins, first floor, East Wing, 107. Thank you so much. You're mm. amazing. And I'm so sorry, can I get your name on? No. That's fine. <laughs> we'll keep it that way. You have a great night. The nurse heaves herself out her chair and fiddles with an impressive key collection before finding the right one for the east door. She barely waits for you to cross the threshold before she shuts the door with an echoing clang. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, we got to keep it cool. There's already enough crazies around us, okay? The doors down the hallway are mostly shut, and some light peers through the observation windows and into the hall. The smell makes you sad. A mixture of light, neglect, desperation, and not enough cleaner. There isn't as much noise as you expected either, but you may very well be in the hospital side of the building and not the asylum. Oof, this place. If I, like, could color sad, it would be this. Ugh. Very blue. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Why blue? Is it, oh, I get it, because they're blue here. You get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. Uh, Tammy's room. We gotta let's go ahead and head that way. She said 107, right? Yeah, that's what I remember. But we also have drank some, so let's hope. (laughs) Where do you wind up? Where do you wind up? Yeah, so we'll just count one. Well, they also have numbers. That's yeah, right. that's helpful. Let's follow the numbers. You're not so drunk. <laughs> you have to resort to whatever your brain tells you is fine. <laughs> it's only one shot. You're fine. All right, you reach room 107 and find the door ajar. That don't seem normal for a place, right? Like this? No, no. Normally they, you lock they them like up. Doors. They like yeah, doors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right. They like locked doors, or you like locked doors? I think. I hate locked doors. <laughs> but on crazy people? Mm, they can be fun. Okay. Tom, are you in there? Yeah, let's go that route. You don't hear an answer. Go in. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna knock. There's yeah. no answer, but you can hear somebody kind of muttering. Okay. Hi, Tom. We're some friends. We just wanted to come visit and see how you're doing. Are you opening the door or are you just calling from the hallway? I'm just going to call from the hallway for now. Just make sure. Okay, I'm going to open the door. Inside, a man sits with his back to you in a wheelchair. He's not wearing a straitjacket or anything. He's not restrained. He's just sitting. Okay. Hey, Tom, can we come in? I mean, we opened the door. I mean, it was already open, but, you know... Can you step over the threshold? He doesn't respond. 
slowly walks up to him or like to the wall next to him. Okay. What are you doing? What's Millie up to? I'm going to follow, but keep a closer distance to the door just in case. Uh, I think she's kind of learned her lesson in going in hot <laughs> from previous experiences. Um, so I think she's going to let Rose take the lead as she did and come in quietly. So Tom, my name's Rose and this is my friend Millie. Yeah, hi. Um, how you doing? Mommy doesn't talk to you. He doesn't even make eye contact with you. He's very far, far away. And he's mumbling. Scales. Beautiful scales. The color of the sky, but greener. Are you talking scales. about the yes. fish? Yes. fish? We're talking about fish, right? Okay. Now that Millie sees that nothing seems to be really happening, she's going to see what she can see around the room. Is there any way I could do like a spot check or something? Mm-hmm. Cool. Spot hidden. You spot a drawing etched into the plaster beside Tommy's bed. It's ripples flowing away from two piercing cat eyes. You see, look at, uh, so we got like a like a drawing here, is it looks a, like. Is that a millet? 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 I don't know. This is weird. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a fish like whatever they found. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, draw this. I'm going to go ahead with my notepad and pen, and I'm going to make it a copy of what I see. Okay. Cool. I'm going to ask Tommy about the fish he's talking about. Fish? Fish? Not fish. Not fish. Scales? If it's not a fish, what is it? My love. Another she, the sea. Blue green she, the sea. I hear her still, but softer now, so far. Mmm. Wait a minute. Is she a woman? She, the sea. Blue green she. So you like water? The sea? Oh, the sea. She calls for me. Like a weird beige maid. She longs for me. I was hers, and then they took me away. Away from the blue and the green. What does she <laughs> what does she say when she calls to you? It's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I apologize. <laughs> but we could help you see her. Some promise of a jump group. <laughs> There's a lot more. Can you describe her? She's the sea. That's all? green sea. But she has scales. She. Okay. And he just kind of trails off. Everything else he's saying is incoherent, mumbling, and he's been rocking steadily more back and forth. What are you doing here? A man, a doctor, demands from behind you. <coughs> Tommy starts wailing, the sea! The sea! I will find you, my love! Leave now. The oh my gosh. He flags down two orderlies to help restrain Tommy. This is not the bathroom. Oh my gosh, I'm so lost. Ugh, so many you lies have, have been had Ugh. since you entered this place. Oh my gosh, you know me and my lady brain. Ugh, can't find anything. All right, let's uh, let's go this way, Rose. Gotta get you to the right room. Come on. Woo, Ooh, shocky shock. Yeah. Just leave. Just leave. I don't care. Just leave. Bye. <laughs> 
All right. So this place really creeps me out, and... Well, you know, Johnny's waiting outside, but I would like to get some more information from the orderlies. They get the best information, because, you know, they're cleaning, and, you know, doctors and nurses don't treat them well. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can find someone maybe on our way out. Getting yep. closer a little. Okay. Cool. Let's go ahead and start uh, towards our way out and see if we run into somebody. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, cool. I want to leave, but I need we need information. Yeah. I think we got a good amount. Oh, I got this drawing. Yay. You know, I think it looks pretty good. All right, let's, let's go ahead. Start walking down hallways, at least towards what we think is the exit. Um, Are you going back the way you came in? It's kind of a straight shot either way, really. Yeah. Given the way the building is laid out. Yeah, let's go ahead and we'll go back the way we came. Yeah. Right, the only orderlies you see are the ones that had rushed into the room to help him. Mm. This place seems understaffed. It's probably a problem. Yeah. They should probably put in some laws and, like, regulations about this. I don't know. Oh, Unfortunately, yes. I don't Not think for that's... another <laughs> 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so Johnny's outside, and uh, he's glad to see that I'm not... He breathes a sigh of relief, but you get the impression he'd feel better if he were not here. If he were not here. If no one was here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Johnny, looks like they didn't want to keep her. So we're Well, okay. maybe next time. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get lucky. Who knows? There wasn't a party in there, so... Alright, well, let's real get the fuck out of here. Yes, please. And I think that's a good place to stop this particular episode. <gasps> Oh my dun, god! Dun, dun. <laughs> Be sure to come back next week for more investigations with the Lovely Craftians. Can't get enough of the Lovelies? Our Patreon patrons have access to bonus content like Millie's case files, our characters' therapy sessions with Dr. Moreau, behind-the-scenes content, and more. Visit patreon.com lovelycraftians for more info. While we're on the subject of patrons, shout out to our Cthulhu Mythos experts Alex, Fire, Unicorn, and Tyler for their patronage. All the lovelies agree that you're the best. See you next week on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or your favorite podcasting app.